Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. And this is a situation where New South Wales players should have come in and helped the man on the ground, Michael DeVere. There's the, the stapler at work. Yeah, that, that's got to hurt. That has got to hurt. Oh, every time, isn't it? Poor Mick DeVere. Every time we get him on the show, somehow this plays a slam and slam. But hey, it's a badge of honour because our top five today, we're looking for performances under duress. And we all remember Origin 2003. God, that was 20 years ago. The staple in the head. Uh, Mick DeVere, very, very good morning to you, mate. Um, are you sick and tired of hearing you know, that? Or, or you, you, mate? Very well. Do you wear that as a badge of honour, mate, or is it the, the scar that just won't go away? Yeah, oh, certainly, mate. Certainly it's one of those memorable moments that, um, you know, everyone sort of, it's probably the thing I'm remembered for the most. Um, so, yeah, I wear it as a badge of honour, especially uh, in that arena, you know, probably... Uh, State of Origin, such an honour to play State of Origin, and then and then to, um, you know to, for, for, that was a special game and and um, special memories. Although maybe at the time it, uh, it was pretty tough, but um, <laughs> but yeah, certainly looking back on it, yeah, great memories and and um, and uh, yeah, a memorable one for the for the highlights, real. Yeah, well, isn't that a shame that they remember you for that, mate? I mean, don't worry about the test matches you play, the Origins, the Super uh, Super League, the um, the World Club Challenges, the yeah, the the one hundred and sixty odd games of the Broncos. You know, don't worry about that. No, let's just remember about the yeah the stables yeah. the in there. Yeah. They say that they say that people don't remember dates and that they remember moments. So it's it's, it's true. Yeah, well, but no, I had a great career. I had a great career, and um, fortunately, didn't get too many of them. But um, uh, but, uh, you know, um, certainly uh, uh, fond memories. Yeah, exactly right, mate. Well, you, you brought a smile to a lot of our uh, lot of our faces. Hey, the, the moments, this is this is good, mate. I'm glad you touched on that because I want to get into this. The, the, the moments that we remember as kids, seven, eight, and nine. We, uh, last week I was talking about when we fell in love with sport. What was that moment? And, and overwhelmingly the responses were whatever that moment was, it happened when they were seven, eight, nine, primary school. That, that's when the connection was made and the love of sport began, whatever sport that may be, whatever moment that may be. That's why I think, yeah. this is why I got you on the program today, mate, that's why I think primary schools are where it's at when it comes to capturing the hearts and minds of our next generation of athletes, of those who are playing the game. Right now, AFL seems to be winning that battle, but I want to get it from you because, mate, your role, what? Game development at the Brisbane Broncos and also development coach at Carina Leagues Club. Can't get much more coal-faced than that, Mick. What's, what do you see? What are you doing on a daily basis? Let's explore what the NRL are doing at that level. Yeah, I certainly. I, you know, I was fortunate I'd got to be a professional athlete and play at the, the, the elite level and, and have a great career. But when I finished, I actually wanted to come back and, and work with the Broncos and, and, um, 
and come back and work in the game. And, uh, you know, I've had a couple of years over in England, playing over there in the Super League. And then when I came back, I was fortunate a position came up um, in game development. And um, it, was a, it was a way for me to... The reason I wanted to do it was, one, rugby league had been so good to me, mm. and I wanted to um, give back to the game. And, and I actually did it part-time. People don't probably realise I did it part-time as a player. I, when I came to the club, I studied uh, a bit of fitness, did all my personal training and diploma of fitness, and, and um, was right into the fitness. Um, so I wanted to sort of go into into that sort of area. And then on my days off, I was... I was uh, Playing with the Broncos on my days off, I'd go and do coaching clinics at the schools with the with the development officers then, uh, John Dixon and Phil Hortz. Uh, Broncos only had two back then, but Wayne Bennett was always big on giving back to the game and yeah. helping grow the game. And um and so yeah, and I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought this is something I'd like to maybe do when I finish, get into coaching and I do that. So I did it on my days off. I did that for about five or six years um, while I was playing. I even did a bit over in England when I was over in there. Um, although it's mainly soccer, but uh, still did a bit. And then that's why I sort of was, yeah, it was it was, it was teaching kids uh, to live a healthy lifestyle and, yeah. and, um, and also promote um, playing, you know, playing sport. Main, main thing, participation, getting playing sport. But then it was actually involved with rugby league, which was what I was involved with and trying to encourage them to, to play rugby league and grow the participation in, in, in the you know, greatest game of all. So it just sort of worked out well. You know, I was um, going to go back and do that sort of PE teaching, fitness sort of role, and, and this role I get to do it all in <laughs> in that role. So it's been it's been great. So, and mate, um, that, that, that's outstanding, and that's exactly why we, I, I wanted to talk to you because you've been doing this for a, a long time. That the responses that we've been hearing over the last twenty four hours from from listeners to this program saying that. Because I asked yesterday, what are your kids or your grandkids' experiences at school? And, you know, who's coming to the school? What sports are coming to the schools to to do stuff? And overwhelmingly, yep. it was Auskick. The, yep. the, the bag, the, the little footy, the water bottle, uh, the eight-week program that they do, or it was eight weeks when my kids were doing it. What's rugby league doing in schools? Or are you more focused at a club level? We're in club land. No, it's a great say. point. It's a great point you make because uh, I've sort of I've been, uh, you know, been talking to the NRL about this for the last sort of uh, ten to twelve years. You know, I worked in the game as, as I said when I finished. I've been in this. This is my eighteenth year now, working in game development with the Broncos and and obviously in Carina League Club, um, helping the junior footy club there and doing a lot of school programs. So I'm involved with both mm. club footy and school footy, and so. Um, um, yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's it's a point that I've always been uh, big on because the AFL really promote it well, and everyone knows about the Auskick program. You know, um, so rugby league are out there doing a lot of great work, but they not everyone knows about it. They don't they don't promote it as well as the AFL. I think they could do it a lot better. So they've had programs over the years called Backyard League and Kids to Kangaroos. There used to be Kids to Kangaroos and. And um, it's funny, I talk to rugby league people who, who are right into rugby league, don't really follow, follow AFL. Mm. And I'll say, what's what's the AFL junior development program? I'll say, oh, I was kicking, I've heard of that. But then I'll say, what's the rugby league one? And they go, oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And they're, they're, they're rugby league people. What is it now in 2024, Mick? Because I, I, I don't know. It's called League Stars now. So same. 
they've, they've changed the name over the years. They've had a few different names from Kids with Kangaroos, Backyard League, and now it's actually called League Stars. Uh, the other thing, the NRL don't, they don't actually have NRL in the name either. They don't, they just call it League Stars. They don't have like NRL League Stars or anything like that. It's, um, you know, AFL, it's AFL Auskick, and they got the national, you know, the, the big sponsor, um, NAB that sponsor it and stuff. And I think, yeah. I just think they really promote it well. They, as they say, they, they, market it really well they go out to the schools and they sell it as a as an eight-week program they give them the bag and the footy and and the water bottle all that stuff and they they brand it all up well and i just think the nrl could do it a lot better and um i'm sort of keen to meet with peter valandis and and um try and push it that the nrl can match the afl in doing that because uh they're sort of um we're doing all this great work Mm. Uh, but no one knows about it, so we could what it, the NRL could market it a lot better and make people more aware of it. Do, do so. you still get out to to schools, Mick? Is that part of your remit now, or is it? Because uh, I'm just trying to get a taste of of how many schools may be involved and and who and where the NRL are going with this with their league stars program. Yep, yep. So I still do school visits. I've always done that every year. I've yeah. gone out to. Primary schools, and we we got we and with the Broncos, we travel all over Queensland, up north and out west, and yeah. even up to the Torres Strait, and, and um, we we go all over, um, and you know, do all those regional areas. Mm. Visit are, are they schools. are they one offs, mate, or are they are they programs over a number of weeks? What what's it look like? Well, we're on re, we try and mix up the with the regional tours. We go out there and try and um, share it around. So we. We go up out to all those regional areas and try and get out there to support um, out there for a few days, doing visiting the schools and helping the junior club while we're out there. Do a big junior clinic while we're there. So, um, you know, we, we might go up to Rockhampton or we'll go out west to Charleville or you know we'll mix it up where we go and yeah. try and share it around. Yeah. Um, in Brisbane here, we've all got our. There's about there's about um, uh, nine of us now that have developed us and got all different areas in Brisbane. That the Broncos support, as I said, when I was when I first started back when I was playing, it was there was only two. Now that they've grown it, so the Broncos are right behind it, um, are supporting, developing the game, and we're sort of growing it every year. Um, we we go out and support school competitions. We sponsor school competitions, both primary school and high school. Um, you know, providing referees and sports meds and um, and jerseys. That for schools that don't have jerseys and stuff like that, so they can play. So there's a lot of great work happening, um, and the NRL is the governing body. So the Broncos support the NRL as the yeah. governing body, and they've got development officers out there. But the, the 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 hard truth is they don't have enough. You know, there's a development officers out there covering big big areas, um, and they just can't get around to all the all the schools or all the junior clubs. So. Where the AFL have got a lot more development officers on the ground, foot soldiers, so, so to speak, and I just reckon the NRL uh, could pour a lot more funding, uh, money into game development. Because at the end of the day, I look at development as you know, you're, you're planting. That's where we plant the seeds. You know, it's it's um, and at the elite level, the NRL is picking the fruit. You know, that's recruitment, picking the fruit. And in in you know, you're not going to have the fruit if you if you're not um, you know, planting the seeds and looking after the um, the growth of the game and, and then cultivating and, and growing the game and nurturing it. So that's why it's so important, you know, um, and that's why I'm sort of passionate about it. And I've sort of had opportunities to go into coaching and other areas 
uh, up at a higher level, but I actually enjoy the development role and Good. helping uh, grow the game and give back to the game. So we just need a bit more support. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from the the TV rights and the, the funding and that. I know the, yeah. the AFL have just done a big um, big deal saying they're going to try and increase participation from half a million um, up to a million in the next 10 years and try and go into New South Wales and Queensland and pour a billion dollars into it. So, uh, you know, hopefully that makes the NRL think um, they're serious and, and the NRL have to get serious about it. Well, Mick, I'm going to let you get off this call and get and let you to get onto Peter Volandis and have that conversation because I reckon it's needed and you are the right bloke to do it. That passion you can tell and, as I said, you're at the coalface, you know exactly what's going on. Mate, thank you for sharing and, and thank you for thank you on behalf of our kids and grandkids for being there, fighting the fight and, and getting everyone involved in sport at a, at a school and a junior level. Mick Devere, geez, calling it as it is, outstanding stuff, seven away from ten.